It's always a privilege to be able to stand here and scary and everything. And you would think as a teacher, I'm getting used to this standing in front of people, but it's just, it doesn't get easier. And then I've been the last month, two months thinking what to say, praying, Lord, just Holy Spirit, lead me, guide me. And been playing with one or two ideas the last week or so. And man, last week I've been asked, so what's, what's the message going to be like? I don't know. I've got about three people asking me, so what, last night at eight o'clock, I found out. So um, it was just a surprise to you as to me and everybody else. But um, those of you who remember Auntie Pam, she, she was the one that had the guts to say to me, you've got a strong accent, so could you please sometimes slow down? You get excited and you go too fast. So if anybody else wants me to slow down, just let me know. But I sometimes get excited, and then I obviously don't have an accent. But if you think I do, um, maybe we can use a filter on Zoom to get it out. I don't know. But um, for you that's here, I'll try my best. But um, as you know, I'm a practical person. I, I like to, when I speak use life experiences, and I'm not the, the big theologian that will go through the Bible and get the Hebrew and the Greek and translate this and get all those wisdom. That's, that's not me. I'm more like, what you see is what you get, and this is what I've been through, and this is what I want to, or hope the Holy Spirit will help me to, to give you a message to help you through things. So, as I said, I've been thinking about this, and yes, the Holy Spirit mentioned one or two things, but that's that's something, it's, it can't be that. And then, um, keep my mind open, and I think, keep asking, praying. And then, at some stage this week, it's, I almost felt like it's like, I, I know all of you were hardworking people at school. Obviously, I was also a very hardworking person at school. That's why I even tried to sleep with my textbook under my pillow, and hopefully the knowledge will imprint into my brain while I'm sleeping. It did not work. But I even went to those lens this week thinking, Lord, just what am I going to preach about? I don't want to wait till Sunday morning at least. So at least he gave me Saturday night, so it wasn't too bad. But um, then we, actually last night, we, we were privileged to have family visiting that we haven't seen for 17 years. And um, it was like we almost thought we'll never see them again when we saw them in 2007, we visited South Africa, and then they immigrated to Australia. So we thought, okay, well, they're in Australia now. There's no way that we can ever see them again. And we were privileged that they came and visited, and, and we could bless them for a few days and show them London and the sights. And so it's, it was a blessing to have them. But then last night at 8 o'clock, after I dropped them at Heathrow and came back, I'm thinking, Lord, I still don't know what I'm going to say. And then... Just got this voice saying to me, well, page through your Afrikaans Bible. So I went through the Bible I used at school and at university and while I was still in South Africa. And as I paged through that, and back then I was making lots of notes, as David always said to the youth, make notes and write things down. So I was making notes and I came upon something that, four words that I wrote on the site Last trumpet before London. I obviously wrote it in Afrikaans, but I thought I'd translate, otherwise you will not know what I said. But it was, I just wrote, last trumpet before London. And I looked at the date, and it was 23rd of February, 2003. So that was 
our church was a very conservative church. So when I played trumpet at church, it was always just at special occasions with the church organ, like a baptism or maybe a communion or something like that. It won't be like just being part of the band, joining in. So that was the last time I played in my home church. And I thought, let's look at what the message was then. And um, now we, at that point... We decided to come to England, obviously, by November, December the previous year. So I resigned my job. Um, Cindy just finished her studies. And in January, I did a temporary job. Cindy started a temporary job. But we decided we want to get married before we come over so that we can come as a unity and start life together here. So it was literally that all of that was planned from December to April. So it was basically four months doing everything. So it was a stressful time. 23rd February was three, three weeks later we got married, and four weeks after that we came to England. So busy, stressful, nothing major. But um, then, as I said, in the meantime, Cindy graduated with honors degree, and I had hernia operation, so lots of things happening. But then that sermon was from Luke 1, and it was verse 46 to 55, Mary's song. And that's where Mary wrote a song to praise the Lord and thank him for what she was going through. I mean, just sometimes we read the Bible and, not, and think of it in our time. But think of it 2,000 years ago. This little girl... Some speculate between 13 to 16 years old, being pregnant, suddenly hearing voices, seeing angels. But what would your reaction be if that happens to you now? Or if someone come to you, if your daughter come to you and say, oh, I'm pregnant, so by the way, I heard the Lord saying to me, well, come on, people. What's the reality? We have to realize what she was going through. And um, yet, she's still, I'm going to read it now from verse, so it's Luke 1, chapter 46, or Luke, Luke 1, verse 46 to 55. And Mary said, My soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on, all generations will call me blessed. For the Mighty One has done great things for me, Holy is his name. His mercy extends to those who fear him. From generation to generation, he has performed mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those who are proud in their inmost thoughts. He has brought down rulers from their thrones, but has lifted up the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things, but has sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel, remembering to be merciful. To Abraham and his descendants forever, just as he promised our ancestors. Here this little girl heard a ghost, someone speaking to her, the angel saying to her, you're gonna do, this is going to happen to you. She's getting pregnant. A boyfriend wanted to leave for, to save his own name and so on, but managed to stay with her. And I, mean, I was just thinking, as a teacher at an all-girls school, I know what teenage girls are going through. The stress they're going through, the pressures to fit in, to be part. And I know, yes, it's different now than 2,000 years ago. But is it that different sometimes? 
And for me, probably lots of people were judging her. I mean, would you have judged her? What would you have thought? If that was your daughter coming to you, if that was your neighbor's daughter suddenly, you know, she's not married, what would go through your mind? I mean, when we came to England, we decided in that November, by March we were married, by April we were over here. There was quite a few people that thought we were running away because Cindy was pregnant. <laughs> there were people thinking, oh, this was a very hastily, very quickly arrangement of running away from the country to save face. My dad was head of a school and everybody knows us in the community. I mean, we had to save face. So, I mean, eight-year pregnancy, that was quite long. Good. <laughs> but you never know what people think. And things come up and then you realize... Is that, who are we trying to please? Who are we, man, what was going through our minds, other people's minds? Man, what will the world think of you if something like that happened? Man, as I said, we came in 2003, John was born in 2011. So, people are quick to judge. We all know that. But we like to make our own conclusions without actually having all the facts. We just see a headline and then our mind runs in a direction. And we all are guilty of that. I mean, how many people judged Mary? Would you have been one of them? When I once taught a girl that was in year eight, so she's 12 years old, and she showed me a photo and said, Sir, this is my son. It's his first birthday today. So she gave birth when she was 11. So basically I had sex when she was 10. I was judgmental. I know. I, I, I won't even lie. I, was, I wasn't supporting or congratulating her. I'm thinking, what the hell were you thinking? But that is, I don't know what's her life situations. I don't know how that happened. I don't, I mean, we are so quick to judge that that girl probably needed some support at that moment, maybe. It might have been a cry for help and say, oh, sir, my grandma is raising my, or my mom is raising my child, and, but she could have been reaching out to me, and as a Christian, how did I react? Not the way that Jesus would have reacted. Not the way that Mary would have wanted people to react towards her. And that is, unfortunately, our human nature, and that's why we have to daily put on the armor of Christ, to renew our mind, to make sure that we don't act in a worldly way, but in a godly way, so that we can make a difference. How many times have you put more value on people's reactions, friends, colleagues, even people at church, what will they think, instead of thinking, Let's put God first. What will he think? How will he react to this situation? How can we stand out and be different in a crazy world that's gone mental? What can we do, even though we might be going through rough times? I mean, this whole theme this morning of the songs we were singing, and it's just be thankful no matter what. When I mean, the testimonies, how we can... Change people's lives. I said two weeks ago when I was leading that I got this brilliant message from a student four years ago that was in my class thanking me now for what I did then. 
we don't always know the impact we have on the world around us. But we have to be faithful knowing that God will use us. Even in our reactions to someone else's situation, that's how God uses us. Are we supportive? Are we judgmental? Jesus only judged other Christians. He judged the church people saying, you hypocrites. He never judged a sinner. He said to them, I love you, come to me. Who are we to judge other people, no matter what their situations are, even if we don't even know what the situations are? We just see a headline and oh, we run in a direction. Jesus loved everyone. Who are we to do different? And Mary said, My soul glorifies the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on, all generations will claim, will call me blessed, for the mighty one has done great things for me. Holy is his name. Now, Jesus was promised to us, and through this humble girl's obedience, our Savior was born. Jesus came once, and he said he will return again, next time loud, with trumpets sounding and so on. Well, bit of inside information, I'm going to be playing one of those trumpets. But I will stay humble, don't worry. <laughs> so, um, what great things do God want to do through you? Are you still thankful for situations in your life that might not be going the way you are planning it? Even in troubled times, we should rejoice and be thankful. Because that is the times when we are shining the light the brightest for the world to see. Not when it's going well. When it's going well, everybody is happy. It's in the darkness that we can shine the light. In verse 30, the angel said to Mary, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. Then there was a whole conversation between the angel reassuring her. And in verse 38, she said, I am the Lord's servant. May your word to me be fulfilled. Are we having that same mindset that, Lord, I'm your servant. May your word in me be fulfilled. Or are we following our own way, following the worldly way, more worried about what the people will think? This is not a popularity race. God loves us already. You don't have to try to impress him. He loves you. No matter what. We all have some dark secrets and some past that we might not want to be revealed and so on. God knows it. You can't hide it from him. But he's forgotten about it already. Jesus' blood washed your sins away. We are the ones reminding ourselves about it. We are the ones keep pondering about things that God forgot a long time ago. That's how much he loves us. Now, we don't always hear that audible voices like Mary did with an angel. It will be nice. I don't know if I'll be scared or what, but if suddenly this angel appears to me and starts talking to me, I honestly don't know how it would react. Will I be running away? Will I be? I don't know. But... We still hear voices in various ways. We hear the Lord in various ways, through friends, through just that little thought in your head, that little tap on your shoulder. Or There's loads of ways and we hear the voice of the Lord. Don't 
think he's not speaking to you. He's always there. Now, for me, what I want us to focus on are the last just we don't always have audible voices or angels visiting, but we still hear his voice in various ways. And just as the angels said to Mary, I want us to declare today for ourselves, do not be afraid, Mary, you have found favor with God. So I want you all to say this out loud with me, but put your own name and replace Mary's name. So, like, do not be afraid, Yuan, you have found favor with God. So let, let's all say that if you have the, the guts to say it, because you have found favor of God. He loves you. And we need to start believing that. We need to start realizing that. No matter what or who you are or your past or your present or the situation you're in, you have found favor with God, just as Mary did, because he loves you and you love him. So let's just say it out loud. Do not be afraid. Yuan, you have found favor with God. So, you have found favor with God. God wants us to rejoice and be glad in Him, no matter what the situation is. Now, you could be going through a time where there is lots of things to be thankful for. You could be going through a time where people judge and condemn. Look to God and know that you have found favor with him. Don't look to the world. Don't look to the people judging. Look to God. Now, last year about this time, I had a, a little talk about trusting God. And at that time, Cindy had to change jobs and a huge pay cut, and I was worried, but I said, trusting God is not about words. It's about showing you trust him. A year or now, I can say, He's been providing for us. He's been guiding us. We, we get by because we trust him. Are we trusting him with, I mean, if we can trust him with finances, which is a tangible thing, and we think, where's the next money come from? Where? He will provide. Why can't we trust him for other things as well? We can trust the Lord because he will provide. And when small things, are we still realizing how lucky we are. Are we thankful for the things in our lives? We just had, as I said, that family visiting last week. A few weeks ago, another friend and her two daughters came and visited for a few days. And we were able to bless them and show them things and do things with them. And it's those small things that you have conversations with people that you plant seeds and you do things. When Cindy's aunt visited, she said she stopped smoking, stopped drinking. She's going to church now, going to church groups. When we pray for the family and things are happening. But she came and visited and she told us, and now I know. And she wanted to know, oh, she's, she was almost, she said, oh, it's a shame she's going to miss my talk today. She wants the link to the website to listen to it later. 17 years ago, I never thought I would have that conversation with her. So people, the small seeds we plant make a difference. The small conversations we have make a difference. The situations we are in. Let's be thankful. When Mary, I'm not saying we're all going to suddenly get pregnant and have to give birth to a savior. But 
you can give eternal life to someone by sharing the words of the Lord. So you can give birth. You can give eternal life by just sharing the Holy Spirit. And the best of all is you can't save someone. We can't. We can just be available to be used by the Holy Spirit and He will do everything. Just plant the seed. Be there. Smile. Like a welcome group. Someone smiling. Welcome in. We, we can make such a big difference in the world by not having to be someone dance and jump up and down and just by being at the right place at the right time and listening to the word of God. Just by saying and being thankful for being in that situation. Even if it's not a nice situation, the Lord will guide you through that. He made a promise that nothing will happen to us that we can't cope with. And then when it happens, he will provide the outcome. We have to believe that. We have to believe that. So, we don't always know or realize when God is using us. Sometimes it's afterwards. We think back and think, wow, God actually used me and it made a difference. So, don't lose faith in the situation because you never know who's watching. You never know who's listening. You never know what seeds you are planting. Stay faithful. God is faithful. You will not, and most of the time, they say a lot of time for people doing mission work and so on, you won't see the fruit. It's someone else, you plant the seed, someone else come and water, someone else prune. It's a big process. Just be faithful. God will do the rest. Even just a friendly smile, a different reaction to how someone was in the queue or pushing over the road or just how you react, what you do. Inviting someone for a meal, something small. As I said, it doesn't have to be a birth-giving experience, but it can be a life-giving experience for someone else. And just by showing the world that we are different and that we will stay thankful no matter what. If Mary as a scared teenager could still be thankful, what's our excuse? Why can't we still be thankful? Um, As may not with the testimonies that we did this morning, it's small things that we can be thankful for, but those small things make big differences that ripple effect as it ripples to the world. And in the worship he said, yet through the storm I will sing. Let's keep singing through the storm. Let's keep being thankful. And let's keep showing the world there's something different. Now, let's quickly spend a moment just thinking of things that you could be thankful for that might have happened the last week or two weeks where you could have... All things things we think, I could have made a bigger difference if I actually reacted differently. Now let's just spend some time, just a minute or so, thinking about how lucky we are that the Lord chose us to be part of his family and to realize that you have favor with God. Let's just spend a minute just thinking about it.
And Mary said, My soul glorifies the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God, my Saviour, for he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on, all generations will call me blessed, for the Mighty One has done great things for me. Holy is his name. Do not be afraid. You have found favour with God. Amen.